0: hello and welcome to real talk for mums two personal trainers coming together through birth trauma to bring laughs tears and a lot of real talk around the health and well-being of mums unedited raw and unapologetically ourselves mags and myself lara aim to empower mums with the knowledge and support they deserve to live their best lives come join us for a new episode every week Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode. Uh Max is here. Max has been away for a little while, haven't you? Yes. Leaving <laughs> me in the lurch crying every day. <laughs> oh. Max has been to Ireland and I've been a bit a what is that saying? A wall. A wall um, since I come back from Ireland. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I haven't been crying every night. No. Missing you. Right. <laughs> 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 um but we were talking today about um what we wanted to share on our episode today and it was more around mums cutting themselves some slack wasn't it every every time we spoke about something it was like mums need to give themselves a break. yeah yeah and go with your own instincts 100% rather than necessarily uh other people or the pressure that you get on society or the experts as I was saying like oh definitely
1: or like what works for you you know what I mean that might work for me but it mightn't work for you and go on what works for you isn't wrong you know what I mean yeah so, exactly and yeah. that's
0: okay um I think I, I brought it up because you were asking me about what what had gone on this week because I was I'd seen a naturopath about Arthur's A's eczema <laughs> eczema that's when we did a um podcast on that but then I also saw a sleep consultant about Arthur sleep. and i was saying how both ha- they're both experts in their field but they both have slightly different information and i remember leaving last week feeling very overwhelmed thinking so you've said something different to that but you've said something similar which is handy sorry we've got arthur here too smashing things around um and i think if i was a I was overwhelmed until I just stopped and processed the information, gave myself a day to think about it. And I think if it was when I had Monty, I'd be like, right, you're all telling me different information. I'm really overwhelmed. What should I do first? Rather than thinking, okay, I love this analogy. I learned it with Monty, um, how to be a bucket and not a sponge, taking on all the information and being a sponge and just dealing with overwhelm, trying to do it all. Or you could be a bucket. Take the information, put it in your bucket, and take out what works for you, so I love that analogy, and it's always helped me with making decisions because I had the sleep consultant um telling me a few different things, which was opposite to the naturopath, and then you have the sleep consultant who's pro vaccine, and you have the naturopath who's not, and then you have information from the naturopath that's given me different information to the sleep, and it's just like, okay, right, you're all experts but what what do I do here yeah um so it's just again yeah using that analogy of being a bucket and just and going with it, what works for you yeah you yeah. and your family
1: but I suppose now for you as well like as you were saying there's a lot of over over this oh my god removing stuff from your diet do you yeah. know what I mean because like it's not personally affecting you it's more affecting um a mm. than it is you, but you have to remove them because you're breastfeeding, yeah, um, and to literally go to the shops now and not even know what to eat yeah. um is obviously a challenge, yeah, it's and it's like how do you get over this challenge to um help you um not? I suppose not, not eat. You know what I mean? Because you'd be like, "Oh my god, I just won't bother eating today because exactly. I don't even know what to eat."
0: Well, already so, dealing with that. Yeah, because you telling me you're like, you wouldn't have eaten today, would you, Laura? If I hadn't have bought you that wrap? Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, probably not.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's and forget. then here you are giving out to other moms.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but you like, like you were saying when you were going on holiday, you packed everything for the kids mm-hmm. and you'd forgot shoes yeah. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> As long as the kids are fine, <laughs> the kids and the husband, exactly, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, why do we keep putting ourselves first, or why do we keep neglecting ourselves, thinking that that's okay?
1: Or oh, I think it's just what happens. Like I always believe, and I said it now to a few of my mom's, um you know, clients and friends and everything. Like we literally, we got. As I said to, uh, tell Sean because I'm very open with my children of how a baby's made. And a seed, you know, and all this how do you describe it to him? Um, I just say that daddy, well, actually, my other friend told me what she says. So, daddy, and mommy have a special cuddle, and then daddy puts <laughs> a seed into mommy, and that's how the but baby. Did he goes. not
0: say, How does daddy put his seed into mommy? Oh, he's
1: asked yeah. loads of oh. times. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he wants to, to go, have go, have go with vouch, to the go <laughs> in my mouth, to uh, the go in my. It's hilarious calling it the vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I've told, I've told Monty, yeah. I can't pick you up because mommy's broken her vagina from having too many babies. <laughs> And he keeps asking me, can you pick me up today? How's your vagina?
1: <laughs> well, I'm very honest with my period. well Tom. Yeah. Like this week. By the way, it Tom
0: is, is time of month. Yeah, I never knew that before. <laughs> and every time you say, Oh, Tom's here, I'm like, I have to second I have to think quickly and be like, Do you mean the person? No, actually, no, you call it Tom, that's right. But don't say it to
1: um a person that their husband's name is Tom. Because <laughs> I did that. Oh really. I'm one of the school moms like what?
0: Oh, he's like, no, I'm not having an affair. Just Tom.
1: <laughs> um, but like he you know like I just believe there's no point in this is my opinion, and everyone can disagree with there's no point in pushing them away, you know, don't get out of the toilet because I'm in here and there's blood. Yeah. Mommy we're has got to Tom. him, you know what I mean? And he goes off and gets my pads and he feels very yeah, you know, around it. But what are we have about there. Oh, oh yeah, about... yeah. So when babies are born, I honestly think we're in tuned with a software like we are programmed differently and all we think about is um our kids and like to be honest I do mother my husband because he, he works big hours and I do feel sorry for him um even though like at the weekends he you know he can do as best as he can but like I made sure the three of their bags was packed amazing and then mine was
0: actually thrown together <laughs> Did it give you an excuse that you could actually go shoe shopping when you got to Ireland? I, and I went in shoe shopping. Then I was like, why am I spending money when I have them in
1: Australia? Oh. So I was being a tight arse and I didn't want to spend uh, oh, more shoes. You could have had some Irish shoes. I know, because um, my husband's um, cousin owns a beautiful shoe shop and I could have got whatever. Oh, but uh, I was just a tight arse
0: because I was like, I have shoes, I don't want them. <laughs> Have you always been like that? Was it been since having children? Since having kids, oh, okay. oh
1: my god! I like I'm very limited spending on me. Like my well, more Sean than Rory um, has everything. Like you know, yeah. um, and um, but yeah, for me, it's um, everything's on the back burner. Was it
0: been something that you keep looking at online or wanting to buy, but you keep saying
1: no to? Well, I suppose it was my runners. Like, you know, I wear my runners completely out where pre-Kids, I would have a di- different pair of runners for every day of the week. I was okay. big into my runners, big into my sports clothes, where now that doesn't happen. So, um, you know, it's um now it's like I get it on sale, or you know, like it's just ridiculous. Where before I wouldn't have any problems paying a hundred and something dollars on me. Yeah, but now it's um it's different. It's like no, no, no. I'll save that money for the kids.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> Is there anything though that you've been wanting to buy recently that you said? Well, I
1: got my nails done when I went to Ireland, and I messaged my nail lady, and I'm continuing getting it done because I feel nice with my nails getting done. Yeah. So that's the thing that I'm going to do once every four weeks for nice.
0: good yes.
1: for you yeah I was going to challenge you to do something but you don't yourself <laughs> um I think it's really um the for like I find pampering is it's hard because I can't do it during the week because I have uh roar with me all week and then at the weekends I on races and it's kind of our only family time that I don't want to take from so yeah. it's it's a bit of a challenge and like he races Friday and Saturdays, and sometimes there's coaching Sundays, so it's a busy weekend all the time. But again, everyone, um, and you'll see it once um, Monty starts school, like once sports starts happening, that's that's it. It's done. It's bye bye, bye bye, bye bye, and and but it's like I enjoy it. I don't complain sitting at the side of the track. Yeah, I really enjoy him, and even last night he coaching. And I chose to take him. Um, my husband offered, but I was like, Do you know what? This is my break out of the house. I can speak to adults, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was nice to get that time out. Yeah.
0: How did you find the flight? Because we were going to say, how is it going traveling? Because you were talking about how someone who'd done sleep training had mm. experienced something completely different to what you'd experienced. Yeah. Um, and it was going back to the sleep training and how we've been told. Um, it should be in darkness. It should be no light whatsoever. But that's just not real life. No. And well,
1: you- look, I suppose really it has to suit the person. And you know, like I, I'm a big thing of whatever floats your boat makes you happy. And since I've had both kids, I've never put them in the darkness. I've always had night lights and that's worked really well for me. And I think it depends on each child individually and what your I suppose what your um um outlooks are really isn't it and what you want to bring and like um flying with the two guys was um absolutely amazing I cannot fault it and I suppose really the more thing I want to bring across and if anyone's listening to this and who wants to travel is the negativity around it like I'm at the airport in Adelaide and even before that everyone kept saying to me oh god my heart goes out for you flying with two children. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? Leave them in Australia and I go traveling. Like yeah. they're part of my life. They're my luggage, you know? And I think we need to get out of that mindset of like, and these were other moms saying it to me. I, I wouldn't do what you're doing, mm-hmm. but yeah. what am I supposed to do? Wait till they're, what What age is a good age to travel with children? You know what I mean? There, there is be, no, there's always
0: going to be a challenge.
1: Um And like, um the oh, like a f- bloody hell, my life, up to before i went <laughs> to ireland was, it was just
0: shocking no it was too. So-
1: if i wasn't going to give up then you know um i'll never give up because it was the hardest i suppose probably month of my life with everything that happened with moving house having a horrible property manager to um dealing with so much everything was going against me and mm-hmm. it was really really hard and like some nights I just, I like get to bed and I'd be like, do I even fucking bother going to sleep? Yeah. You know, like it was just, there was so much that I had to do. And thanks to you coming over on the Wednesday, that's when I packed and I was leaving that night <laughs> or that evening.
0: Yeah.
1: And my driver sitting on the car that was bringing us, was sitting on my driveway waiting for us. And I'm still packing <laughs> the suitcase. So I didn't have time to think about kids sleeping or not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going on this flight anyway with the kids um but look um moving forward what worked for me was basically I just had it in my mindset the kids were going to sleep and that was it um and um uh, Rory's used to being on me in a baby carrier um, while his brother is um doing his BMXing and that happens majority of every weekend and I knew he would settle that way so that was my main goal was to keep him in his Comfort and you know, keep him in the baby carrier. Um, and then obviously, Sean is seven, so we just had a big chat with him that there would be no technology allowed on the first plane because that's bedtime and um you literally um you can get on the plane it's exciting it's whatever and then um because now in the planes they don't actually stand in front of you and do the the um
0: they do it on the screen they do it on the yeah. screen so
1: they asked you to put on your screen so you could see that and that was grand that was fine he got his bit of screen time and he thought that was hilarious but then he was told he had to go to sleep but when he woke up he would have his technology and um Thank God, touch wood. He slept 10 hours. And um, what we did with Rory was I wanted to be in the airport for five o'clock. That was well advanced. It was four hours before we flew out. But my plan was we'd get there and have that wind down, have um, dinner. And then he would go for his evening nap that he was having before we um, went to Ireland um, where now that evening nap is gone. But um that was his routine. So I kept him in his routine. We had our dinner. He slept on me. Then by the time we came to go through customs, obviously they have to wait. They have to come off you. Yeah. So then I woke him up and then um he was happy. He was content because he had his nap. Where if I had left him get overtired, it would have been a totally different story. If we were rushing around, you know, getting to the airport just bang on time, of course that would have been hard too. So I just think that people... Give yourselves time, get the, it doesn't, yeah, people probably think, fuck, why do I want to be in the airport four or five hours earlier? But well, think of the child, think of their routine, think of that. That's what I was going through my head the whole time. By the time we got through customs and we came out the other side and waiting to board your plane. Um, I bottle feed so we made sure we had the bottle um, extremely hot and ready for him so then when we got on the plane to take off the bottle would be at a good temperature yeah. for him to drink so there was no need to be getting people to heat up your bottle it was already done for you. it was made up it was ready to go and then literally as the plane started to go up into the air I fed him because I didn't know how his ears would go um, and you can do this with breastfeeding as well you know whatever easy. works people have it, me, yeah. yeah whatever works for you and um i kept him in the baby carrier but i loosened the baby carrier and then i had to put the seatbelt oh, around you're
0: him. the baby carrier on you when you're from- but you
1: have to put a seatbelt on him yeah too. Okay. yeah yeah now the air hostess said to me oh i need you to take it off and i just said to her i'm not putting him in a bassinet this is him sleeping and she was like okay i understand but she said can you please put on the seatbelt because i'd get in trouble and i was like yeah no worries whatever i didn't want anyone to get in trouble So then I put him on that, so I loosened it, so then he could be fed and whatever, winded him, did everything... Um and then we're up in the air and then that was his bedtime. So he started to go off to me and he thank God touch wood, he slept for the twelve hours out on you on me. Wow. yeah <laughs> now that twelve hours I couldn't go to the toilet, but my brain
0: <laughs> Have you not was... gone to the toilet with um him in the carrier yet?
1: No. Oh, well, I oh actually I did. I did when we came back, oh, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's not enjoyable, it's not jo- but
0: at least you get to go. I've actually had poo <laughs> and a wee I was gonna say that the I the was the first thing <laughs> to go for a poo when I got off. When to you the got plane. To go, don't miss <laughs> that poo Though.
1: um and um yeah so that worked really really well for us um the same thing we got to Doha airport we had our stopover I just went with the child um like when he was tired just put him to sleep on me it didn't matter that he was asleep in the airport I didn't care and then with Sean because he's older um he ran around the whole airport he would so much fun and then we got on the next plane it was seven and a half hours first one was 14 and a half hours second was seven and a half hours and he met a friend another Irish family and him and the guy connected and they were swapping games and they were doing that and they were doing this they had a ball seven hours were gone like that um and your man was in and out Rory was in and out of sleeps he was here he was happy he was doing his thing and then when we got to Ireland then we had a five-hour car journey
0: wow
1: (laughs) so that's when sean i think because he wouldn't eat anything on the plane the food was very rich and in fairness i was so blown up from the food in the plane it was really hard i don't know why they just don't do plain food like everything is rich like everything has like they had pancakes for the kids and plain pancakes is what my son eat. and then they came out and it's just covered in custard and caramel sauce and um uh, chocolate sauce and it's like could you not just do it plain you yeah. know because my husband's like can I have that too yeah. <laughs> and then we opened them and we're like no neither of them are going to eat them and um so then by the time we got to Dublin airport he was starved but he was so starved that he was tired too that we had to stop an hour down the road to feed him and then it was like I actually gave him a fizzy drink because <laughs> I was like you need to get energy to meet your because obviously my in-laws and my parents and my cousins, my nieces and things, they, they're, they, they're ready to go. they were ready to go to see yeah. him. So anyway, and he had a total different energy and we got down and it was lovely. But, and again, we did the same thing coming back. We followed, we went off the Irish time and whatever. And then we got into Adelaide at half three in the evening. Kids came home and uh, we kept them up till their bedtime. And then now, in fairness, the two boys were waking about two, three o'clock in the morning, Mm. but it only lasted the week. So, yeah, um, I suppose for me, it's kind of like if there's negativity around you, just push away from it. You don't need to listen to that negativity. You just need to say to people, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, And try not overwhelm yourself. Yeah. The kids will cry. Yeah. The kids will have tantrums. Yes, I preferred to be down on my knees in front of the seat, changing the child's nappy than a fucking poxy little toilet that the child was falling off. Because those bloody things are not like, he's only, what, eight months when we were traveling and he fitted that it's over the toilet and it's kind of like in this tiny little plane. Like in the baby areas, wouldn't you think they'd have a pull-down thing that you could yeah. actually change your child's yeah. nappy? In this day in world, or have like a baby, um you know the way they've built the... um the uh, business class and the first class why can't they have like a baby room or a baby hut or a baby a family friendly area so you can all be there together and I wouldn't mind paying the extra money because you think about you're paying that for seats anyway you know what I mean but yeah so I changed we had the with the extra space so I just changed the child napping on the floor there because I nearly, he nearly rolled off the first time I changed him. So I made it more easy for me. And um, they always said everything were absolutely amazing. Um, they don't bring out food for the baby. Um, you have to ask for it. Um, and um, so, but I had like a suitcase full of food. And what I'd done as well is um, I borrowed your suitcase and I packed the whole suitcase with food. And I had everything in that hand luggage. I didn't carry a nappy bag. I had the suitcase. So literally when I opened up the hand luggage suitcase, I had my nappies, my wipes, my formula, my bottles and my food and ties and stuff. child. So that was all the child stuff. When we went to customs and stuff in um, Adelaide, I had eight bottles full with water. I didn't necessarily need those eight bottles, but to be sure, to be sure, I had them full. And the lady at the check-in desk, I like, used to empty all those bottles. And I was like, they're like special you know water for the baby no no you're not allowed to bring water in so i was like yeah whatever i ignored her and i went off in true customs and i just said this is the baby's case yeah you don't need to take it out just open it up and it went through the scanner bobs your uncle out done so anyone that's worried about what to bring um you can bring as much water as you want for a child and you can bring as much food as you want for a child yeah. um and I just found that was good for me because everything was together. You pull down the one suitcase, you pulled up the other suitcase, where sometimes in nappy bags, so you're like, where's that? Where's this? Where's that? Where you had everything here. And it was heavy because it's full of water. You could pull it after you didn't have it thrown over your shoulder.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And yeah, just make it as comfortable as, as possible for you and and your children. You know what I mean? Yeah. I
0: think with all of that, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's not necessarily listening to people, but it's not... They're not going to tell you <clears> that you can't do something. You can always say no to something. Again, like we're saying, like, the experts aren't always right. Like, go with what works for you and um, trying to take pressure off yourself not listening to other people. Oh, <laughs> 100%. And, again, you know your child better than anyone knows your child. And we had a
1: situation where we were in um, Doha Airport and we were sitting on the plane for one whole hour because uh, there was some um, – uh There was too many planes going in and out, and it's. um I think that they didn't have enough airspace. And one hour in humidity, like it felt like it was a hundred degrees, and we were all sweating. We were all like was down hair, to bed. I would
0: have had giant Afro hair. No,
1: because I'm dead flat here <laughs> oh, I'm as straight <laughs> as a pancake, and or straight as pancake. as a pancake.
0: <laughs> um,
1: no, I just go down. But there was there was twelve children on the plane. And the kids were just screaming because I had to strip Rory right down to his vest and his nappy. And there was a poor child and she was screaming, like hallucinating, screaming. And the poor mom was trying her best to calm her down. She couldn't. And then there was this other lady. um, She was right behind us. Her poor child cried and cried and cried and cried. And every time she'd cry, she'd wake up all the other babies and then they'd cry. And it was just my heart bled for her. And the air hose tests were amazing. They were coming up to her. But you could tell the woman was getting anxious. And I just looked over and I said, are you OK? And she kind of didn't know what to do. And I was like, sometimes maybe go for a walk up and down with them, you know, take them out. Because she was in a uh, tucked in seat. Like she wasn't in the, because it was so many babies, I presume we just got in. We got lucky with our flights um or our seats that yeah she was squashed in and you know you want to help each other and that's yeah. what I find like in that situation help each other too you know what I mean yeah. like um it's it's hard you know yourself that anxiety is there. going shit I hope you don't cry I hope you don't cry yeah. but sometimes the more you're anxious the more the <laughs> child wants to cry um and then like you will get people looking at you you will get people getting you know everyone um, has
0: their own opinion exactly don't they? so Podcast you're never going to please anyone no um, so just please yourself and your family it's like when what did I say that Monty had a full on tantrum in the middle of Marion shopping centre no I was like right uh, how do we handle this and I just had to I sat down on the floor had Arthur with me he sat in, in my um, in between my legs and we were waiting for a smoothie to come and he just crapped it it was too much he went and just had his hair cut Marion is overwhelming in itself yeah so he was screaming on the floor and I was like, Monty, I'm here. Whenever you're ready, like, do you want to cuddle? Yeah. Oh, like, he's just smashing the floor. With his feet. Me yeah, and hey, he I just jumped like, there. And just, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, And I had, it, he eventually came over to me and I was like, do you want to Your smoothie's ready. And he's like, do you want me to get it or do you want to get it? I want to get it. And he was quiet. And then we went and sat in a quiet corner so he could just feel okay. And I cuddled him. And then as we I said, right, well, I think we should leave. Like it's too much now. You're hungry as well. Um, so I held his hand and then he started like crying and screaming again. And I'm like, you can you can get angry, express any emotion you want to feel because that's what you're feeling. I don't want to yeah. dampen anything. So as we were leaving, he was like stumping his feet, screaming in the car park, and I was holding his hand so that he wasn't gonna get hit by a car, and Arthur was in the carrier. And this woman had followed me behind. And she said, Oh, is he okay? Because I've, is he autistic? Because I've seen you here before and he's always screaming and crying. I'm like, I haven't been to Marion in a while. He must be talking about someone else. And she, and she was like, Oh, he just, he doesn't sound right. Da, 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 da. And I was like, Thanks. And just carrying on walking. I'm like, Mate, he's allowed to have his own opinions and have, have his own um feelings it's just that as adults we we can control them a lot better we can hide them um, but with children they just express it there and then which is how we should really be doing things but yeah i just found that really interesting oh. and i could have been yeah. very embarrassed sitting in the marion center Everyone was staring at me just having their own opinion about oh maybe i should have pulled monty aside or taken him out so no one could see this this sort of big feeling showing um, but I was just like, he's he's allowed to feel that, so I'm just going to sit here and wait until he's writing it out. But oh, uh,
1: but if, <laughs> like, I don't like that she used. Is he autistic? Yeah, so like, what if he, he is, 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 what what's the big <laughs> deal about it? Like, and to follow you, it's
0: because then she's able to put that into a box, label it, and then she can understand why he's expressing an emotion. It's just for her to feel better about the situation. Yeah.
1: Look, I just uh, look. I had a situation the other day with myself. <laughs> and you, you on the
0: floor in, no
1: in. i could have <laughs> in calls. so i ran to calls the other day and look i had the baby carrier in the car but i was like you know what i'll whack him on my hip i had sean i literally knew what i wanted to go in and wanted to go in and come out right so now, anyway, because of the world we live in now we work at calls too we have to serve ourselves <laughs> and anyway went in and sean got his wee trolley and we went around we got our bits and whatever and that was fine and then we go to get someone to serve us and there's one checkout and there's queues all the way down and I'm just like okay fine so then go to the other one the 12 items or whatever it is and again that's really busy too and I was like okay we need to go just let's serve ourselves so anyway Sean of course works and calls now and he's happy Larry's scanning his bits and he's like but in the meantime, Rory's having like, get off me. I want to get on the ground and whatever. So I was like, just grab a trolley and sit him in the tro- I've never sat him in a trolley because I'm always being germ phobic.
0: Oh, and
1: yeah. anyway, I sat him. So Sean comes in with the the smaller trolleys, rather than bigger ones. So I sat him in it. And of course, he's trying to climb out over and he's trying to do this. <laughs> thing, trying to do, and Sean's trying to scan and I'm trying to watch to see is he not double scanning things <laughs> and all this stuff. And I'm around the place like a headless chicken. And anyway, you know, that's grand. So then I had to help Sean bag him because he's bloody seven. He don't know how to bag shopping. i help him put him in whatever. Anyway, it comes to pay and we put in my flyby's card and then we zap the card and we're out the door. But I didn't realize it was over $100 and you have to fucking put in your PIN code, right? Oh. So we're walking out and all I, oh, <laughs> And me mean. and Sean are just like, whatever then. <laughs>
0: Mommy's paying for her shopping,
1: yeah. like, and anyway, she's like, are you? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you didn't pay for your shopping. It didn't go through. And I was like, what do you mean it didn't go through? It, like, it did, like, yeah. you know, and she's like, you didn't. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Like, and I could feel like me getting redder and redder and redder and redder. And if I could sat on the floor and just like leave, yeah. Oh. So now I walk in and I'm just like, and you're walking back in the shop like, and like I, mortified. <laughs> and then there's an older man and lady there waiting to use it. And he's standing there with his hands on his hip and he's staring at me. And then he literally stood right behind me as I put in my pin code. And I'm like, personal space, mate, you know, it's off of my own word, but I'm just like, right. And then your one looks at me. She goes, thank you. And I said, well, if you had more people working in the checkout, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like such a little spoiled crap, but I was like, the world we live in like you know I know it's great we're getting all with the technology but as a mom and there's plenty of moms probably listening to me going what the?" I know I get it like we go to calls to do our shopping now we have to go around the shops and put the shopping in the trolley then we have to take the shopping out of the trolley then we have to scan the shopping then we have to bag the shopping then we have to load it into a car then we have to unload it into our house and then put it into our pantry and find space yeah. and that's seven jobs we have to do to get our shopping <laughs> <Do> You know, <laughs> and it's just like it's just nuts I just find it mind-blowing and I feel like and I and I've said this to you like earlier school holidays how many moms are out there that like our week shopping this week would have been a shit show because you were trying to bring the kids with you you're trying to go to Coles or Woolies to get your shopping or even Aldi or wherever you go to get your shopping but there's more self-serve checkouts now than there is serve checkouts. Yep. And like, who came up with these ideas? Because it's us struggling again, trying to just go in and get a couple of items in the shop. And
0: there should be a mum checkout, shouldn't there? Where they have spaces. spaces. <laughs> they hold the baby. They maybe offer you something else. They do everything for you. I'm going to put in a request. Oh, something, <laughs> just like be
1: real about it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because it's just, and even that day I was, flustered with the child she's seen I was flustered she need a hand do you want me to pack your shopping like yeah. you know and I know she probably it's not in her title because she's standing there watching things but help like the for what, calls yeah, or bullies. Watchers, they need to help the watchers, yeah they
0: don't do anything do they just, they, they just and they just stand and you feel like you're made to say thank you yeah. and you're just like <laughs> you've done nothing thank you
1: thank you <laughs> so that's my tantrum being a stealer yeah <laughs> so I should have sat but now Donald laughs at me because I, I'll never go back to that shop again <laughs> because I was so embarrassed oh. that I will never go back again because it was it was just like oh my god I could never do something that. and I get his point there is people out there stealing but I was like they you could tell I'm not a yeah,
0: yeah, what how my <laughs> a quick getaway with my two children screaming behind
1: me. So, yes, um, there's lots we could cover. Um, yeah. But, like, it is, it's it, women and moms, cut us some slack. There's lots to do. And, you know, like, it is um, everything is pretty challenging out there. Um, there's so many different um, rules, regulations, you opinions. name it, opinions and go with the flow and um whatever floats you bought makes you happy yeah. you know that's what i'm leaving on <laughs>
0: definitely love that and we're going to end it on that um if you've got questions about this podcast or comments we're always here drop us an email we have talk. or if us. anyone
1: wants to ask questions about traveling um you know flick me a message um email whatever i'm happy to have a chat with you if you're nervous because there's, there's so much anxiety around it um you know to have a quick chat with you about it and um, give you the tips that i had when i traveled
0: bye for now everyone bye